So over the past few weeks, we've been journeying through this epic story of the Exodus from Egypt and God leading his people towards this land that he had promised them. And throughout this journey, we have seen and heard of many miracles, many ways that God had been providing in um, remarkable, uh, extraordinary, uh, awesome ways for his people. Miracle after miracle. And during that journey, his people uh, had learnt lots about who God is for them, how God sees them, but also there's been many opportunities for them to learn about themselves as they've been journeying uh, towards freedom, especially their own failures to trust in God. They learnt so much. And now they are on the edge of this promised land, the place where they would be able to rebuild their lives and and flourish in ways that they have never, ever known before. That was God's promise to them all along. And now they're on the edge. They could see the promise. It was just like over there, right? But before they entered, uh, God instructed a small group of them to go and to do a bit of a reconnaissance mission. And today we heard the report they gave when they came back from that mission, right? Now, one of them, Caleb, he says, look, it's, it's not going to be a walkover, but we can do this. God's on our side. I'm sure Caleb was thinking of all the miraculous ways God had provided for them on that journey out of Egypt, right? But the others weren't so sure. They're like, oh, I don't know. He said, "Uh, yes, we did go into this land that you sent us. And yes, it does flow with milk and honey. But at the same time, its inhabitants are powerful people. The towns are fortified and very big. And yes, we saw the descendants of Anak there. They were afraid to enter the promise. They'd gone on this huge journey and they were just there. But fear kind of seized them. Have you ever been seized by fear? What were they really afraid of? Now, possibly they were afraid of the people that were living in this land. They said, a little bit later, they said, um, compared to them, we felt like grasshoppers. They were so big, right? Sometimes when fear gets into us, it can take over our mind and our will, can't it? And it kind of can exaggerate the situation. It can cripple us. Fear can dampen our faith in what God can do. And that's seemingly what was happening with these men. I suspect, though, that there were some deeper reasons to their fear. Yes, maybe they were afraid of the inhabitants of the land. They were big, they were strong. I'm sure they were somewhat afraid of them, but I reckon there were some deeper, more important, more profound reasons to their fear. Maybe they were actually afraid of the unknown. We're kind of funny human beings, aren't we? Sometimes we're in situations that we really don't like and we complain about 
and we want to be free of. But then we get a little taste or we get an opportunity of uh, freedom, of, of sort of um, uh, leaving that place behind, and we can be a little bit tentative to actually let it go, can't we? Because it's, to move into freedom means to, be, to move into the unknown. And that can be scary. Sometimes we prefer just to hold on to what we know because it's secure. I know this. If I stay here, I can keep complaining. <laughs> I can keep being the victim. I don't have to actually take responsibility for my life. So maybe that's what they were afraid of, the unknown. I, I don't know what life will be like in this promised land. Can I really trust God? Well, maybe the fear had something to do with being unworthy. You ever experienced that fear? Another very common human tendency that we have, I think, is to, to limit the blessings that God wants to give us because we feel like we don't deserve them. We're not worthy of them. And the truth is that we don't deserve God's blessings. But, but that's like a really key um, kind of requirement of faith is to humble ourselves before the gift that God wants to give us. To, to believe that what God wants to give us is actually what's important for us and, and what, what we need to uh, actually receive. Maybe the people were, just didn't feel unworthy of the promise and so they, they kind of said, nah, nah, it's too scary, nah. Did you hear God's response to these um, men who were afraid? It wasn't particularly, um, I don't know, it was a pretty strong response, right? God said, as I live, it is the Lord who speaks. I will deal with you according to the very words that you have used in my hearing. In this wilderness, your dead bodies will fall. Here in this wilderness, to the last man they shall die. It sounds like God's punishing them, doesn't it, for having fear. But I don't think that's what's going on. I think what God is saying is, I cannot force you into my promise. I cannot force my blessing into your life. If you're going to allow fear to cripple you, to hold you back, if you're going to allow your pride to prevent you from humbling yourself before my blessing, then I'm sorry, but you're just going to die out here in the wilderness. You're going to die um, never having stepped into the fullness of your life because you're too proud or you're too afraid. Wouldn't that be a tragedy? Now, the truth is that God is constantly calling us into a new level of freedom, a new level, a new experience of his blessing. There's always more for us, more than we can imagine. None of us have exhausted God's blessing. None of us are even close. So... As we stand on the edge of God's blessing today with God's people, the question for us is, um, what can we do to embrace this opportunity 
to say yes to God's promise of freedom and life and blessing? What's one thing that you can do today? Maybe there's an area of your life where you feel that God's saying, hey, I've got this for you. Or, or, God's leading you into freedom. Maybe someone's been counselling you and, and, you're, and you're a bit hesitant to receive that, those words or that advice because you're unworthy or you're afraid or whatever it may be. Maybe today is an opportunity for you to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to say yes to that, to that promise that you've been holding before me.